The recent events of anti-Asian sentiment and Asian-American violence, from verbal and online harassment to physical assault, have been occurring at increasing rates during the COVID-19 pandemic. However, such events are unfortunately built upon a history of xenophobia and misogyny through treacherous events of hatred towards Asian-Americans here in the United States. Earlier atrocities against people of Asian descent in the U.S. can be dated back as early as the Chinese Massacre of 1871, in which a mob in Los Angeles' Chinatown attacked and murdered 19 Chinese residents. Shortly after, the Page Act of 1875 placed a ban on only female East Asian immigrants to the U.S. This act is seen as an early effort to restrict Asian immigration on the basis of race that was later reinforced seven years later. In 1882, President Chester A. Arthur signed the Chinese Exclusion Act, which banned the immigration of all Chinese laborers into the United States. As postdoctoral fellow in the Charles Warren Center for Studies in American History, Courtney Sato mentions, quote, that far back, we can see how racism and sexism were being conflated, end quote, and xenophobia was essentially justified by the law. Perhaps the most famous era of anti-Asian American sentiment occurred during World War II, as Asian Americans were scapegoated during this period of national duress. As a response to the attack on Pearl Harbor, about 120,000 Japanese Americans on the West Coast were labeled as a potential enemy threat and were forced into internment camps under President Franklin Roosevelt through Executive Order 9066. Military zones were created in the states with a large population of Japanese Americans, such as in California, Washington, and Oregon. As of March of 1942, the executive order called for the forced evacuation and detention of West Coast residents of Japanese descent on a 48-hour notice. To further enforce this executive order, Congress had also passed Public Law 503, only a few days before the proclamation, which made violation of Executive Order 9066 a misdemeanor punishable by up to one year in prison and a $5,000 fine. Anyone who was at least 116th Japanese was evacuated, which included 17,000 children under the age of 10, and nearly 70,000 of the evacuees were American citizens, all of which had no valid charges of disloyalty. As a result, many families lost their homes, farms, businesses, and most of their private belongings. Following the Supreme Court decision of the case Endo versus the United States, which challenged the constitutionality of the relocation and curfew orders, the internment camps began to close in 1945. However, to give Roosevelt the chance to begin camp closures before the announcement of their decision, the Supreme Court made their settlement two years after the case was initially presented in court and only one day after Roosevelt began camp closures. Finally, in 1976, President Gerald Ford officially repealed Executive Order 9066, and in 1988, nearly 50 years after the commencement of Executive Order 9066, Congress issued a formal apology and passed the Civil Liberties Act. 
According to Rene Tajima Pena, a professor of Asian American Studies at UCLA, anti-Asian hostility and violence spikes in times of national crisis, whether it be during World War II in the 1940s or the global pandemic today. On March 16, 2021, exactly one year after Trump's first Chinese virus tweet that arguably sparked the recent anti-Asian sentiment, the mass shooting in Atlanta that resulted in the deaths of eight individuals, six of which were Asian women, became yet another atrocity against individuals of Asian descent. In fact, Stop AAPI Hate, a coalition that tracks incidents of violence and harassment against Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders in the U.S., reported close to 3,800 instances, though the number could be much higher, of discrimination against Asians within the past year, most of which were against women. These events prove that the conflation of racism and misogyny stemming from the late 1800s is still very much prominent today. For now, several nonprofit groups like Stop AAPI Hate are combating these unfortunately prolonged injustices in the United States. For KCSB News, I'm Yelena Teagle.